Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast. My name is Scott. I'm with two friends. <laughs> there was air quotes. <laughs> we have Ash. Hello. And Carl. Hello. Carl's just telling us about next week with next week's episode. Yeah. It was Shakespeare in the Park. Is that what it, it was Shakespeare. Well, you said Shakespeare in the Park, but it, now it's going to have some form of Shakespeare. I'm going to add it in. Sweet. Yeah. In fact, all of the patients are going to be called. Yeah, it'll be, Ro- well, it'll be Romeo. It, it was an assisted suicide. And then right. we'll have Juliet. Right. She, there's mm-hmm. a poisoning going on, so you can figure something out. Is that the murder? Is it a murder? There was lots of murder, I think. Mm-hmm. He killed himself, though, Tibble? right? Oh, yeah, Tibble. Right. Mm-hmm. Is it Benvolio who took him out? Benvolio. Yeah. And welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> How do you know that? Huh? I don't know. There was like a 1998 movie. With oh, with the it was. With Leo. It was actually sweet. It was a good movie. Uh, what's his name? John Leguizamo? <laughs> the guy's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And all the guns are named after uh, swords. They mm-hmm. had really nice. That's right. They had some sweet pistols. My long sword, ho. <laughs> it's a quote from the movie. Fact, really? Yeah, it's like, it's my long sword, ho. <laughs> I thought a ho. Like, a... This is Ashley's favorite movie, it sounds like. Oh, I love it. It's good flick. It's good flick. <laughs> I, think I've seen it once. I literally said the other day to the wife, I was like, yeah, we, we should probably watch the It's funny you should say yeah. that. We said the same thing yeah. the other week, too. Yeah, that's classic. That's really old. I tried to find it on the Netflix or whatever, but... It doesn't exist. Nine. So. Yeah, yeah, I can help you with that. You got to find it on... On the movie store. I can help you with that. The movie store. Yeah, get it to me on... Uh, I could probably we'll just install go, it on here. I could probably uh, just go support our our local movie. He's gonna be like the last one in the valley. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, He'll be the last one in BC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> probably not BC, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely getting there. What were we talking about? Firefighting. Firefighting, Firefighting podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Ash news. <clears throat> oh, that's me. Um, yeah. So there's a. Uh, uh, believe it or not, there's a uh, brush fire wildfire happening in British Columbia right now. Um, Todd's not with us, but he shared. <laughs> he is no longer with us. <laughs> Todd's still alive. Todd's Study, still alive. Studying for his like, yeah. one exam. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he is still with us. Uh, so, a wildfire near Merritt has more than doubled in size overnight, covering an estimated 839 hectares. Um, <clears throat> yeah, started out on Sunday. Uh, again, it was 300 hectares. Now it's over doubled. Um, grassland mostly open range land, which means grass fires tend to spread fairly quickly. Uh, rigor spread and direction are heavily influenced by slope and by wind. And we've had a little bit of wind in various parts of the fire center over the past few days. So that's played into this a little bit. So quotes this bonnet guy. Um, 27 firefighters on scene along with a helicopter that is moving gear for the crew. Um, what else does it say here? Uh, right now, it is suspected to be human-caused. Surprise, surprise. Uh, we really haven't had any lightning strikes or anything in the area. Uh, it's been pretty precipitation-free and all of that. So it's early. It is it's early. There's still snow in the mountains. Yeah. yeah. I'm not that high up either. I was talking to old Chief Bob there yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Old Chief Bob now. Ah, spry. <laughs> I was there, Bob. Ye old. Yeah. Ye old. Ye uh, old. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to Bob the other day, and uh, yeah, we are we are <clears throat> substantially ahead on our calls this year over last year at this time. Uh, and I kind of said, I mean, I think we're like a month ahead, and it's all because of these wildfire calls and brush calls. Yeah. Um, it's been insanity. It was like crickets, and then 
I think, yeah, it was Jay hands Scott the keys to the officer truck. It's always your fault. Yeah. It is. What do you want calls? You don't want Pretty calls. much every... Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you want just that. They're like... <laughs> yeah, kiss, kiss, kiss my shoes. <laughs> like, well, if I was lighting fires, like, I'd be like, it would be easier spots <laughs> than down the river night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some of these calls were bullshit. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, the one the other night, uh, like three in the morning. Pretty yeah. substantial grass fire for three in the morning. Yeah. Like, and again, like, like right next like to the river. Out right now. Yeah. Luckily, or else that could have spread a lot quicker. And there was some structures close by. Yeah. There was a pretty sweet uh, break, like our river, that yeah. runs right through the town there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, pain in the ass to get to. And That's a good few hundred feet wide. Mm-hmm. Trees, super brush. dry. It's just super duper dry. Yeah. Which is not, it does not bode well for summer at all. Mm-hmm. Like, if mm-hmm. we're getting this now, you know, like yeah. early starts like this. Mm-hmm. Where's the rain? Seen none. Australia's got it all. Because they've they're they, well, they got all the flooding and stuff going on there. Right. And the funnel of spiders are coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I just told Marshall it. Was, uh, right. Saying that they. What are you saying? There's also the whirly gigs and the boogie woogies. Yeah. What? Yeah. Exactly. What the hell is a whirly gig? It's a good question. <laughs> that, that's what he said, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what he said, but yeah, I got it in the message. Yeah. <laughs> what? These are not real words. I don't know. I don't know. I just, all I picture is like koalas riding crocodiles out with mm-hmm. like, you know, little, little like crocodile dun- dundee hats. And I was thinking like a funnel web spider in your budgie smuggler. There you go. That's going to be in your budgie smuggler? Yeah, yeah. Oh God. No, no, bad day. One of the most dangerous spiders on the planet, man, those things. The Sydney funnel web, yeah. They will, they will mess you up, man. I guess so. They will <laughs> mess you up. Vicious little bastards. Right. <laughs> Welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast. <laughs> Spiders and Romeo and Juliet. That's tonight's mm. subject. <laughs> what do you know? What do you say? <laughs> <clears throat> so as part of our um, recent wildfires, we've been sporting our new wildfire helmets, mm-hmm. which are cask. No, I forget. They're cask helmets, anyways. Um, yeah. So they, like I think I mentioned a couple weeks ago, they're quad certified, so they can be used for wildland. They can be used for... Um, Ropes, they can be used for water, and they can be used for auto extrication. So, um, yeah, we've been wearing them. Super comfortable. Don't even know, notice they're on. Um, but some of the guys are more traditional. Mm-hmm. They get a little bit of razzing lately because they don't want to. They want to wear the old the fire helmet, right? They want to wear the traditional fire helmet mm-hmm. as opposed to these more like I guess they're sporty. Well, it says right here. Beyond the sheer quality of the materials and the unique elegance of cask design. <laughs> so this is, yeah, this is right up our guys' alley here. The safety helmets have been specifically designed to meet the needs of every active worker, whether the industrial and construction industry or the work at height professionals. Goes on to talk about fire rescue, water rescue, blah, blah, blah. Because they're like multi, yeah. multi, um, certified. I think they're saying that. These are not European style helmets. <coughs> No, which I can never see. I don't know. I shouldn't say never going to. I can't see us ever going to a European style. No. We're going backwards before we go forwards. We're going to need leather. (laughs) Bring me my eagle. (laughs) Leather eagle. Yeah. We'll go there next. But that got us to talking. Like, everybody thinks the fire helmet's so cool looking. Mm -hmm. But if you brought it out right now, like if you went, hey, hey guys, you know what this new helmet design, look at this thing. Yeah. 
You'd be laughed out of the freaking fireball. Absolutely, people would be fireball. like, "Get that thing out of here!" It's yeah. Like, you get a duck bill on your head. Yeah. So this is how I picture that kind of thing happening. So you are downtown New York, <laughs> right? Like, is that something? There's the you know the old Bronx Band and blah blah blah. So you're downtown New York. And they're like, "All right, guys, we need to draw up this new helmet for us. Like, let's figure out what a helmet will look like." And there's a bunch of New Yorkers, da, 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 and here comes this cowboy. He's going to roll in with a cowboy hat. Because <laughs> realistically, that's the closest thing that I can visualize to it. All right, so look, boys, we got this cowboy hat. But you know what it needs? What? A freaking eagle or something <laughs> hanging off the front with a 4 by 8 sheet of metal with all of our our company number, our name, our city, like the massive plate that goes on the front. And somebody there was like, that is a bang on idea. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Sign me up. Get us a thousand. <laughs> I couldn't imagine that happening today. <laughs> and like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm a traditionalist. Like, with all three of us in the room, I think I probably have like... More cowboy hats than both of us put together. Well, I do wear a lot more. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I actually yeah, do you have, have a cowboy hat? Uh, I have absolutely zero cowboy hats. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many I, cowboy boots do you own? Not even half of one. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure that out. <laughs> Lucky for you guys, you got a little while longer. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird. Um, <laughs> um, I wore my cowboy hat today. There you go. Mm-hmm. On a fire drill? Uh, no. Right. No, just, it was on my head. Um, but yeah, it's... It's, a, it's the tradition thing, right? Like, it's, it's all yeah. linked to tradition. And that's fair enough. Like, mm-hmm. we, you completely understand it. There was a need for it. Um, I get, I get time, the point of the bill thing. Yeah, it runs, you know, water runs off your back, takes the back of your neck, yeah. and you know, there's, there's, there's definitely functionality to it. But then, if you literally were looking at it just from a sheer, like this thing is a safety helmet, you would probably look at the safety ratings and go, okay, well, maybe the European helmets are better, right? Because you look at the European helmets and they're rated higher mm. than the other ones. It's a traditional thing, and they don't have the, the bill on the back at all. They, they yeah. have a lip. They have a small lip that just comes out. They yeah. have a neck guard. Yeah, it comes them. down and right. then it kind of like flips a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, you know, the, the the traditional side, like you said, the tradition continues to push the development of what it is, mm-hmm. and that's why there's such a uh, a flip side of <clears> now. Like, you know, you, you see these forums, and anyone talks about Euro Helms, and it is just like you are, <laughs> you are out. Like you're not even in with some people. It's not. It's, you're not even oh, yeah. far far. Like you, you can't, can't even be. I dare in you. Combo. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like I, I look at the uh, Euro helmets, and you know, I've heard good things about safety, <clears throat> which is great. But then you, you hear things about you can't hear as well out of it, because uh, it's completely encompassing your entire head, and you can't. You have no, 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 no hearing. No peripheral vision is suffering. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things that I get that we train to be blacked out and blah, blah, blah. No. Especially being an officer. Like, I want to have a good field of vision. I want to be able to hear what's happening around me. Um, and, like, at the end of the day, I think you just kind of look like Darth Helmet. <laughs> Spaceballs. Like, there's Space a stupid ball. thing on your head, right? I'm like, I can't handle that. It's, you know, I don't think ours look all that shit hot either, though. Like, somewhere between the old traditional leather, what we have now. But nowhere close to the the Euro style. Like I just can't I can't get there. But yeah. 
And some people, I don't think ever will. I think it's just one of those things, right? Like you either like it or you don't, and you, your department needs to change in, in its mm-hmm. entirety for you to be able to do that. Because it, it, I know people here, they throw out their hands. And in a lot of departments, but they were just, nope, not doing it. Mm-hmm. Nope. Which is fine. Like, either way, yeah. either way is fine. It's what you get used to, right? But uh, I think one of the comments was it didn't look it didn't look as cool as uh, <laughs> some of our other ones, right? But it's yeah. functionality for, mm. for some of these things. In fact, for all of these things, it's functionality. <laughs> the funny so, thing is, those um, um, task helmets aren't far off from, like, what, Special Force helmets, like, right. like it's, it's yeah, almost sure. like it's not a Team Wendy helmet. That just is like six hundred dollars a pop, mm. and they got like the the rails and other stuff. Yeah. But really, when you look at it, it's not that far off what like the cool guys wear. Um, so you know, it, it's just different, probably. But the but they're super comfortable. It's four. It, I mean, it meets four needs too, which is a huge thing, right? Because yeah. obviously now we don't need to have the extras for because before we had the the um, on the water rescue truck, we had yeah. our water rescue helms, right? Um, now we've got the ones for for four different applications. It's great. It's and I think one of the biggest reasons that we got going on this was for forestry as well. Yeah, so that's the main reason. as a structural fire department that deals with interface forestry firefighter call or forestry fire calls, we will <clears throat> we will deploy on a wildland grass fire if it is coming into our area. And there's structures around there. And like, we'll, we'll go away from the structure. Like, the best way to protect the structure is to put the fire out. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're also looking into going out of our coverage area and helping out on forestry fire season within our province. And we, locally, will respond to any fire call. We roll out of the building. Generally, if, if we know there's a structure close by in our turnout gear. And we, we go, we deploy, we get the call started. And then as this is happening, we're you know, relaying, hey, you know, this is forestry, this is whatever. Uh, and we have the opportunity as more units arrive to doff our turnout gear, get into our wildland gear. Um, and that works great for us. But up until now, we've still been lugging around our big structural protection helmet. And that's cool when you're fighting a structure fire not so cool when you're out there doing well then. So that's where this came up because as you go out and do the well then protection within the province, there's some criteria that has to be hit and a structural helmet doesn't meet the criteria. You actually, when you go out there, you don't even take turnout gear. It's just forestry gear. When um, you're getting, uh, when you're, when you're getting yeah. that, uh, you know, summertime contract. Yeah. Yeah. It, when we were, unless you're running the engine. Then you then you bring structural. Then you bring structural. Yeah. yeah, I think the like the, the structural thing and just to just to clarify for for everyone that's listening, it one of the I can't remember who it was that told me. I think it might have been you actually. Um, I asked, well, if it's a grass fire, mm-hmm. when this was years ago, <clears throat> if it's a grass fire, why are we going with our bunker gear? And the answer was, how did the grass fire start? Yeah. We have no idea. It could have been a car that's on fire somewhere that's yep. just out of view that nobody got to see. There could be a structure that's on fire that caused mm-hmm. a grass fire. Or it could just be that the grass fire has started and it's going towards a structure. We want to save yeah. the structure. Who cares about the grass? That's we right. want to make sure that we're ready to fight that fire. Mm-hmm. I think it was you, actually. Was yeah, well, because part of the... I don't want to say the rules, but it kind of is the rules um, for wildland, like, like uh, Ashley said. You're supposed to be in coveralls 
um, leather boots, uh, six, six to eight inch um, um, upper. No, I want to say heels. <laughs> <laughs> Disco style. <laughs> Just sports, sweet open yeah. toe wedges. Like but there's, anyway, there's certain criteria, and you know, have to have leather gloves on and uh, wildland helmets. Uh, but that's for wildfire. But we are, like you said, we are uh, interface fires. Um, that's where we we don't we don't drive out, you know, twenty kilometers up in the woods to go put out fires. Mm. We go to near someone's house, set up, protect the house, and then fight the fire, or fight the fire before it gets to someone's house. Or if it's a car fire, we fight the grass fire and then put the car fire out. But at the same time, you need all the other gear. So yeah, we first engine definitely rolls in structural gear, even if we kind of know it's a grass fire. Mm-hmm. And then once we get there, see what it is. Okay, now we can swap over. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, case in point is that call we had a month and change ago or a month ago, about, um, got toned out for a grass fire. And by the time the first set of eyes were on scene, it was a grass fire that nobody caught. And now a big structure was starting to go up. Starting to go up. <clears throat> so if you roll out there with coveralls on, well, you have just said this is a defensive attack only because you cannot go in and get close and deal with that because you're wearing coveralls and that sucks. Yeah. So go prepared. Um, take the best protection that you can get. And then break that down. And that's how we, I want to say, always kind of work here. Uh, and I think it works out well. You know, it might be hot. It might be a little bit, you know, less maneuverable. Ma- terrible words. <laughs> a, a little bit harder to maneuver in uh, turnout gear. But, uh, um, man, I would much rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. I think another one as well, what, especially around here too, and uh, this actually came from uh, Speedy, I think, actually said to me, he's like, uh, no, it was, it was Junior, actually. Uh, I had my BA going um, to go and fight a grass fire initially, mm-hmm. and he, because I didn't, I wasn't wearing it, he said, you should wear it, there's a lot of poison ivy here. Ah, there you go. Right? So, another <clears> thing <throat> that, like, you get, mm-hmm. you don't know what's burning. So until yeah. you can figure out and you get the you get the the officers on scene, start looking, start making some calls, start seeing what's actually occurred, mm-hmm. and uh, then start think, okay, right, well, yeah, we can start switching out now. Well, there's a new study now that says wildland smoke is just as toxic or almost more toxic than, which That's I don't right. know, I don't know how it could be more toxic than like yeah, more plastics like and an, stuff, like those. an industrial yeah. fire. Uh, but they said it's it's quite toxic, mm-hmm. uh, quite toxic, yeah. yeah, quite carcinogenic. So. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for wildland guys? Are they gonna start wearing a CBA? That's gonna be tough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just yes. better, better filter masks. I don't know. That's a good question. It's gonna be tough for them because they, like, I'm talking like the true wildland guys. Yeah. Because they're right on the front lines, like smoke in your face. All day, yeah, all for day hours and hours, nights, right? Day. They got like a little weeks buff over their face sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's as good as it gets, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. When, yeah. I couldn't see wearing an SCBA playing grass <laughs> fires for, for very long. About <laughs> 40 minutes or so. <laughs> yeah, I, I think a 40-minute bottle would last about five minutes if you're fighting, if you're fighting really the working full out grass there, fire. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks. Yeah. Because we've been there. Yeah. You know? And there's been times when we didn't have it and we wish we did. Now, Fairview, 
You know, yep. it's just sometimes the way it goes, and then that afternoon wind shifted. Yeah, it like, got me. You were mint, and then you were not mint. Yeah, yeah, it's good that you were there, man. Cool. Yeah, I was in the midst of it. Mm. Oh yeah, I looked up. <laughs> like, like la la la, this is for wind change. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> I looked up at you. I'm like, you can't see shit, can you? No, nope. fire turned oh, back he's on me. Not breathing like, either. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. That was a fun one. yeah. <laughs> So anyways. <laughs> Helmets. 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 <laughs> oh man. So I mean, I'll spin it. So we're talking about tradition. We're talking about going on the internet and getting shit on. Where? I mean, there was a, a little bit of that. Like you go on there, you talk about oh, this yeah. or that. I'm looking at Daffy Duck with his with his bill on back. With his bill on back. With like a fire helmet. Classic firefighter helmet. <laughs> I was on one of the firefighter forums there uh, the other day and somebody posted something about a combination nozzle and that is like the all-time debate when you go online and there's the purists that are like you couldn't catch me the only time that you should have a combo nozzle is if it's like a backup or mop-up nozzle mm. um and the comments are like immediately volley volley guy because mm. only volunteer departments will run a combo nozzle like if you're full-time and any if you're like worth whatever you're running a smooth bore and that's it is their sort of mentality and if you don't know how to make a smooth bore act like a combination nozzle you are a shitty firefighter and like <clears throat> there's people like yep that guy is right this is it you don't know what you're doing like i get there's me like you can hydraulic event with smooth bore you can use a smooth bore as a protection line in certain areas by high angle off the ceiling and like now you're you're kind of getting that waterfall effect i i can't get there like i am a big smooth bore guy like i i i got us to bring in a couple of <laughs> like, like is that coat now i'm getting all wet. yeah right i'm gonna work work that for you i brought in a couple inch and a halfs and I'm like, we should demo these things. And I don't think that we, we really got a chance to demo them properly. But, uh, and maybe they'll come back back around. But I was like, you know what? Like, we've got pre-connects coming off of both sides of the track. Uh, you know, how do you how do you pick one, maybe? How do you pick two? Like, what do you do with these nozzles? Um, so I was thinking about that. And we are a very combination nozzle department. We have been for a long time. It was... Uh, it was a big shift when we put the two and a half in a smooth bore. And now everybody loves it because it's big water. Um, you know, you can shut it down. You can add on extra lengths. Uh, it's, it's awesome. Uh, but going interior, everything that we do, it's nice to have that protection when you're going through doors. It's nice to have that, that last line of defense with the big fog pattern. If something, is, you know, if something starts to roll over <clears> you. I get there's all these things that you can do with, with a smooth bore, but I'm not there where that's the, the only nozzle and the, the only, I mean, maybe I get there's, there's math behind like the big apartment or the big high rise guys, right. like why they wouldn't want to use a combo mm -hmm. nozzle. I, I get it, but we're not that We're if you're running off an engine, not off a standpipe and you know, your water supply is clean and you know, like all of that stuff and you know, again, car fire. Like, would I want to run a smooth bar only on a car fire? From a distance, 
but if you have to get up there, at some point in time, either you're not being aggressive and going after the car, yeah, and then you got to keep the helicopter deal, right? Well, I, I get it works, but is it as effective? Yeah. It, there's a tool for every job, right? This is what it comes down to. And I, th- I think for me on the smooth board and the, the, the combo, the reason I like the combo, not over the other, but the reason I like the combo in most instances is just because it's got that diversity. Like there's a little bit of flexibility and if I need to use it for something else, I can. Mm-hmm. If I want to turn it and I want to use it for something different, there's there's different yeah. options, right? Like it just gives me an extra tool to play with. I don't mm-hmm. need to necessarily use it, but right. it's there if I want it. Yeah, and I think with us, because we have, you're in a city, you're not getting a lot of grass fires. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I, don't, I Actually, sorry, I didn't know, because I've heard stories of city guys coming to help um, the small rural departments, thinking they're all that, and then next thing they're like, okay, so when the wind shifts and a uh, you know, 40 mile an hour flame front hits you, they're like, what now? <laughs> because they're used to running um, buildings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in a grass fire, when you, you know, on your initial hit, you don't you don't want to hit it in straight stream and blow embers and tree burning trees and shit yeah. into the air and then potentially make it bigger. So I always go in fog, yeah. hit the sparks, calm it down a bit, and then start making mud as I as I tighten up the stream. That's right. And that's I mean that's how I was taught. That's how I do it, and I've never had a problem out with it. Maybe you know you go in with a with a um, straight stream or with a um, smooth bore, and it works really well too. But um, there's reasons why I like using fog. Um, same thing as when we're doing like mop up and stuff. There's options that we can use, and I like having that option. Agreed, especially on grass <clears throat> It's a really good point, and that's literally in my mind where I went. Yeah. It's that you know you you're going you're going left. You get that bigger cone. Great, fantastic. I can now hit a wider area without smashing all of that fire and debris now over my, my lines and everything else. Like, I don't need to worry about that. It covers a big area. It gets mm-hmm. everything wet. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah, one pass, you can always get the whole thing. Yeah, with, right? With a, with a fog nozzle. Whereas yeah, you sure. try and straight stream that, you're just digging a hole at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're not doing anything apart from just digging a hole. And right. yeah, I, there's going to be people that are listening to this going, why the hell are you fighting a grass fire with structure <laughs> fire? lines and I, I hear you on that but when you're the first truck there and it's hitting the fan that's the first thing you pull because it's big warp real quick and it's coming towards the house or yeah you deal right. with that situation again fun. that's why we're there because it's coming towards the house right yeah. and i think we we do we will our sort of go-to is you get on scene you pull off three lengths of inch and a half and that's your initial attack line and then from that point you we add because that's, yes. that's what <clears> our pre- <throat> Are. And then you add on, you break that line down, add on a cleaving roll of forestry inch and a half. Um, or with, six. Or six or more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you, you start to add these on with your water thieves and, 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 uh, and it works great. But that's a little bit more versatile for us. And I think that's, and that's kind of what gets me there when I read these comments is like they're shitting on the volley guys and the smaller town guys. And it's true, though, like, we're not some truck company, engine company, whatever, that only, like, that's your job. We're doing everything because we, we're it. Like, this department and the apparatus that's out on the floor responds to everything in our area. And it can be the structure fire, it can be coming up the medical call, it's going to be the car fire, the grass <clears throat> fire, the dumpster fire, whatever. 
So having the versatility versus just, you know, again, you can make a smooth board do a lot of things. And it is, like, size for size, it will throw way more water. And they are more effective in a straight stream than a straight stream combination nozzle will ever be. I get that. You're getting the larger water delivery. Um, if you're transition, you're, you're getting the larger droplets. That's why we have one on the tube. That's why we have one. Like, we understand the math and the science behind it. But to take away from the versatility for for these type of departments that go to everything, um, I, I just don't see us ever getting away from from having them. I, I kind of like it too. Uh, two and a half smooth board is like military terms, is like a howitzer. Mm-hmm. So you fire a howitzer, <laughs> but then as you're doing room clearing, you're not walking around with a howitzer anymore. So you, <laughs> now you're taking the AR-15 out <laughs> or the M4, and now you're clearing rooms with that. <laughs> so using your combi nozzle and different combinations to do the to, to do that work. Yeah, that tighter work, yeah. the more precision. You know as well, when you've... Hydraulic ventilation is another one which I really like the combi nozzle for because, mm-hmm. again, you, you can... Depending on the size of that window, you dial that in for the frame size way easier than sitting there and trying to whip, right? Like, mm-hmm. a whip in, like if you've whipped for a good five minutes... <laughs> I got whipped good in my head. <laughs> a good, good minute or two, right? You, you're kind of just going... And, but you're doing that, and yeah, you can get the same Venturi effect, but if I can sit there and reserve and preserve my energy and my mm-hmm. air tank without mm-hmm. having to do that by just turning something to the left a couple of notches, I would much rather do that. Mm-hmm. Much rather do that all day yeah. long. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, again, you're never going to, that, that conversation is never going to die. It's no, I love it, die. and that's that's the thing. Like People get so <laughs> rattled about it. And, um don't we'll tell them we got pistol time. grips. Oh, oh, well, oh, well, you were away for a few months. Yeah, they've been taken off, right? No, no, not all yeah. of them, but... but you removed a fair amount. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't actually ran into one without one yet. Yeah, because we haven't. Well, I've been our pre-connects are still. Later. Yeah, yeah, but our pre-connects are still pistol. has the pistol grips. Yeah. But, but the... basically, every other load that we have on the truck is uh, the pistol grips have been removed. So again, just to recap, and I'm sure if anyone's seen our training videos with the hose movement stuff you've seen that we do not use pistol grip we have it on there normally Mm. mainly for moving the hose it's just easier to have that extra leverage Mm -hmm. point i think um Mm -hmm. every in certain situations we obviously don't use it for actually spraying and again if you haven't seen it check uh, check those videos out you can see how we actually handle them and how we practice too Mm. but i find that having the grip in some instances is is useful is useful absolutely like I've, especially when we were using them to fight grass fires in some instances. I just put it over your shoulder and exactly. kind of lean into it. Yeah, yeah that extra mm-hmm. leverage kind of, yeah, you're right, just kind of give it the lean and the old heave hose. Well, I, you know, I, hook, I usually use my pistol if I hook it on the ladder as I'm climbing the ladder, you yeah. know, or as I'm like taking a window or I'm looking in something, I can just hang my, my, my nozzle off the ladder yeah. without using the pistol grip. Yeah. yeah there's um, some valid points to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was actually watching, there was a really, I should find that, it was hilarious. It was an old, um, like, NFPA nozzle work video, and they have the pistol grip. And it's like, I want to say, like, it looked like early 90s. And the guy is, has a pistol grip, like, classic, like, right into his stomach. stomach. And he's freaking trying to give her, and it's like, it was so awkward looking. Yeah. And he's teaching these guys, and there's like, there's like three or four guys in a line, Kind of hold the hold the line. 
I just touched your head. <laughs> the uh, they had to have so many people there doing it because they were holding it all wrong in the first place. <laughs> that's, why, that's, why, <laughs> that's why even now you got like I even st- I still see even in the even in some of the trading views now. <laughs> Is important to say right now. <laughs> I don't know if I do now. <laughs> I still see it in training videos though, where they, they yeah. still hold it like that, like, mm, yeah, and I get it because super <clears throat> awkward. Yeah, and it's really close and tight. You have no movement real there. Mm. Like you have to move your entire self to to hit anything, and and that's why I really like the kind of the um, the way that we do it. And it was yeah. from nozzle forward training, really initially. Right? Where, where where we started really looking at. It. I mean, again, probably started before that, but that's really where we started looking at. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's it's great because you have that extra flexibility. You've got that movement. You've still got the control. And if you need to redirect at any point, you've got full flexibility to be yeah, able. Yeah, the to maneuverability do that. is way way better. Yeah, and it, but again, like you said, like yeah, you're, you're looking at videos from the nineties. Yeah, uh, but those are still people are still getting trained that way now. Like they're still well, doing know. that, and there's three people on an inch and a half. Like, well, still people to this day. They're like, you know, I'll we'll talk. I'll say I'm, I'm with the fire department or something. Like, oh, that 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 hose must be crazy to handle. On. How many you need? Like two or three guys to hold on that thing. I'm like, you'd eight. think so, wouldn't you? Like, you, know, you need like one because of the pictures you've no, seen. You need like one. You really need yeah. one. Yeah, and like even my my son when I bring him down, like when we wash the car down here. Mm-hmm. I'll bring out the inch and a half just for fun. And I get him to run the inch and a half. He's like a 13 year old kid. I'm like, here. And then, you know, at first he's grabbing the pistol grip. He's like, whoa! And I'm like, okay, now hold it properly or the way mm-hmm. we do it. He's like, oh, this is easy. Yeah. He can run an inch and a half probably better than most firefighters can <laughs> because he's just holding it correctly. Like he's, yeah. he's not choking up on it. Yeah. There's no stability. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. It's this. You know, having it out there, out in front of you, using your body as that anchor point, the stability of it, is now being focused all the way through your body, rather than being pushed up against your body. Like, you're not doing anything, you are trying to keep everything upright, versus you are now that anchor that's keeping everything stable. Um, it's... Less work too. You know, like when you're out there and you're 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 working away, and especially on like the really early morning calls when you you're on stretcher fire, your adrenaline's going regardless. But mm. at some point, adrenaline's gonna tank, and yeah. you are now on your energy. On mm. you know what I mean? Like you're on your tanks. Mm-hmm. So at that point, like you you want to make sure from the get go that you are on reserve mm. as much as you can be through the adrenaline. Try and pace it out, and any extra energy that you can save, you want to do. Yeah. So. Holding it that way is way easier. Am I boring you, Alex? It's an early morning. Don't want to touch your hand. <laughs> but that extra energy is mm. crucial. Like you, yeah. you need it, and yeah. just holding it that way really helps. Mm. But it's funny because that goes back <laughs> to tradition. Because if we were yes. if we were focused on tradition, well, first of all, we wouldn't have pistol grips. Right. But no buckets. We have a big, <laughs> massive brass. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess, I guess tradition always comes from where you where you take it from. So, if, mm-hmm. you know, when I started, oh, pistol grips was all the rage, and this is how you held the pistol grip. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. I was a hardcore traditionalist from my time when I started, it was like, oh, we're holding it this way only. Forever, mm-hmm. this is how we're doing it. Oh, wait, no, this isn't really, this isn't really working anymore. This is, there's a better method. Yeah. 
So that's why I really don't like tradition. Because even when you think about like the Scottish, you know, the, the kilt. The kilt was only around for like 200 years. But when you think of a Scottish Highlander guy, like you think he's, he's always got the, the kilt. Like he's been around for five. They, they, all, they always wore him. I think it was like 200 years they had it on. <laughs> well, older than that. <laughs> Scotland's older than that. So, um, you know, these the tradition is really where you start from. Same thing, you know, like the samurai. Samurai weren't around that long. But everyone, you know, when you think of like ancient Japanese warriors, you think the samurai sword. And so I guess maybe that's back to the helmet thing. You think firefighter? You think that? You think that duck-billed helmet? Yeah. Yeah. It, the, I think it comes down to progression, right? Like, and everything does eventually. It, it's just how long do you get trapped in one place through tradition, as opposed to instead of not necessarily looking at progression, but looking at how you can do things better for yourself and save time, energy. Some of these things are just, you know. They're so ingrained in the service mm -hmm. that it's such a shame that the the people that are writing these courses still don't look at this new material. There's these guys out there constantly doing scientific work to show the value of these other items and other ways and tactics, and it seems like it gets lost. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, you can only, you, I mean, you can only find it on YouTube. It, it's not, you know, it's a real challenge sure. to get your hands on it. It's free <laughs> and it's online. And it, you know, it, it's yeah. all there for you. Why is this not put in the manuals? And it always boggles my mind because, again, we go through this point. Todd's not here tonight because he's doing 1001. Mm -hmm. And he mentioned 1001. He's, he's like, it. Yeah, he's like, this, this book's 80% bullshit and 20% useful. And it, it's that's the, that's the reality. And I think he's being generous. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's yeah. the reality, though. It, it, and don't get me wrong, certificates are fantastic. But as we always say, Certificates burn with everything else. They don't care. You just need to know your job. If you mm. know your job and you can do it well, then you don't need a piece of paper to tell anyone that you can do that. Unfortunately, in this day and age, you do it, so it's just guess. But uh, I don't know. I just... The tactics are there. The, the, the material is there. Mm. You just need to look for it sometimes. But then also you need the buy-in from everyone else. And that can also be challenging, again, because of tradition. Right. Right. You know, it's crazy. So while, when we started this, I started to look up different helmets, different spec, trying to find like the weight difference, the impact rating differences. And, um, <clears throat> there's not a lot out there. Um, I'm sure there's some private studies that I'll have to dig deeper into it, but there's NAPA standards from back in the seventies yeah, that, that this has to, to meet. So, from what I can see, and I could very easily be corrected if, if I'm wrong, but the standard for what is required for a firefighter structural helmet, I mean, there's been additions. They've they've added, you know, pieces to the helmets. Yeah. Hey? Eagles, nameplates, eagles. Name, oh, no, that's been there since day one, remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the cowboy hat. That's right. Um, but uh, I, I don't think that the rating has really improved in many years. So is our style helmet, so it is a whatever polycarbonate, I think, um, like it's a newer helmet. Is it safer? I, I don't know. I would think it would have to be over a, Science piece, of, would say, over right? a piece of formed leather. 
Is the new Euro-style helmet safer than the one that we're running? Well, I would think again, I yes. would think it probably is. Would I want to go? Like, at what point are you sacrificing usability and function to safety? And that that's a tough one because today's day, everything is so safety-focused. And, yeah, I, I don't know. I struggle with that. But maybe I'm just an old traditionalist. That's that tradition. Right? That's that tradition piece. And you still So if there was somebody, so I'm 40, if there was somebody like an an old boy that was 60 or plus or whatever, right? And they were thinking back to the old, like the classic leather helmets. And they'd say, well, this is the way, this is the way it was. And this is like, they do meet spec and they are, are they lighter? Are they heavier? Uh, What makes them other than the fact that like they quote look cool um, and they look like the helmet that their dad wore and their grandfather wore. If, if it's not for that, what makes them better? Like, what makes the leather traditionalist helmets better? And I'd love to hear from... Because I guarantee you, we have more listeners that have a leather helmet than they have... <laughs> Absolutely. The other. So Absolutely. I, w- I would love to hear. Yeah. Um, and again, there is no right or wrong. I don't think it ever comes down to right or wrong. It's just... No. No, no. That, that one's pretty wrong. <laughs> that's a mute color that does look wrong <laughs> that's the euro that's, dangerous. that's like a crazy euro helmet it's dangerous yeah. like of a Tron. <laughs> but yeah I, I don't know, I don't know. It, ultimately if it works for you it works for you um, it's, it's always everyone's got their uniqueness but again you, you still need that tradition you mm-hmm. still need that mix because that's that's part of what makes the fire service the fire service it's yeah. that it's that un, um, unchanged kind of thing that sits there and does the job that you know yeah. the heroes do, sort of thing. But you still need progression. You still need progressive people. You still need to think outside the box, and you still need to change your tactics. Because mm-hmm. if you're not, then you're you're getting further behind. Because if you actually think about the fire helmet, like the regular fire helmet, the traditional fire helmet, it is actually only really good for structures. Mm-hmm. fires because in a grass fire or wildlife fire like the other day i was watching a guy because we've just transitioned over these new helmets mm-hmm. so still half the guys are still grabbing their old structural helmets so the other night we had you know probably four or five people wearing the new helmets they were digging away with plaskies and they're doing stuff because grass fires are obviously everything's you're looking down for most part because you're dealing with ground fire, ground cover and you're trying to um dig trenches and stuff so you're using tools so I'm watching people with their new helmets on, snug to the head, nice and light, working away. I'm watching the guys wearing the fire helmets, and they're like, whack, whack, yeah, they're yeah. falling off their head, and they're <laughs> hitting them, you know, they're, they're on their, they're like, they're obviously, they're uncomfortable, because it's pulling their head they're down. They're pretty heavy, too. They're pretty heavy. Um, and then, you know, you start thinking, okay, well, okay, what about in a, in a water rescue call? You can't, literally, you cannot wear, a, no. you're not supposed to wear a, a, yeah. a, a fire helmet. Anywhere near swift water, because mm-hmm. it could actually fill up and break your neck <laughs> or drag you under like an anchor. Yeah. So you can't wear it for that. You in a auto extrication. There's a joke. How many firefighters are working on are, are working on a patient inside a car? You can always tell because all the fire helmets are on top of the car. Because mm-hmm. what do we do? As soon as you start sticking your head in, whack! You hit your <laughs> your, your helmet doesn't fit in because you're like freaking thing. So you like helmet goes off, puts <laughs> it on top of the car, and then you can work mm-hmm. with patient. You know, when you're wearing a nice, um, small, snug helmet, keep it on. Yeah. But the Euro helmets are not really that compact. 
they're big and bulky as well. Yeah. They're just round. I think the Euro helmet was a good idea, but they are, it's trying to do everything. Mm-hmm. Again, I think the helmets we just got do a vast majority of our they work. They fill that void. But they don't do everything. And they it kind of sucks because we always okay. take kind of two helmets with us. Mm-hmm. Base, but but uh, I think if we had like our jump bag to go for like our wildland or whatever, if if we had that bag, yeah. then we're getting our, our turnout gear on. You grab that bag, throw it in the back of the cab, and if you need it, you need it. If you don't, you yeah. don't. But at, at least it's there. And it used to be easier as well before all the COVID crap too, because obviously you you could just have a truck full of helmets. Now everyone's got their own helmets oh, right, right. with their own <laughs> gear, <laughs> their own masks, right? Like because yeah. you, you can't mm-hmm. have the cross contamination stuff. So there's different yeah. protocols that have come in, which For now. Sure. Well, don't get me wrong. I like having my own helmet. I like having my yeah. own mask. And all that kind Absolutely, of stuff. yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. But again, mm-hmm. before even with the Swift War, right? It wasn't assigned to a person. It was they're in the truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grab a helmet. Swift War guys, grab a helmet. So now, will our Swift Water team, will they just use these helmets? They can. There's nothing stopping them. Like They, they are certified for it. The water helmets have a little bit more venting. Like yeah. They're a little bit more... Mm-hmm. Um, the holes are... The drains a little bit There's faster. better drainage. And these ones can't have that because they're qualified for... Wildland. Wild so land. they have a, a, a mesh screen over them. A very tight Which mesh makes them... Yeah. Certified for wildland mm-hmm. and also the yeah. ability to use them so far. That's right. Because there's the same helmet from cask without that mesh. And then that makes it and not that now it is in not wildland. wildland. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Interesting. Hmm. Modus. Modus. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. They don't pay us every time we say it. It's <laughs> like pay, pay by mention. No. <laughs> Because they're not paying us for our shout outs either. Nope. People <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I heard Modus makes helmets. No. <laughs> yeah. I heard they make, what else did we talk about tonight? We can send Modus after. <laughs> Basically everything that we try Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, I heard they were talking about <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Modus. Exactly. <laughs> Modus Montague. <laughs> That's right. See? He's in it. He's in it. Is the guy named Modus? No, God, no. How wicked would that be? Capulet. That's right. You were, looking, you were about to look. No, I wasn't. No, I was looking <laughs> I was trying to find the bringing my longsword home. Oh, <laughs> uh, classic. Wow. There you go. There you go. Tradition. Mm-hmm. Tradition. Yeah. I have oh! oh, snap. I just remembered the news. Oh. You just made the, I think, was that a Russian accent? Ish. <laughs> Tradition, I don't know. We got to talk about the, the heart surgery that was performed. Oh, yeah. And the burning building. In the burning hospital. These guys are right. boss. Legends. Yeah, I don't know. I Because no, I don't have the news feed up because I just remembered about it. But yeah, and uh, this last weekend that we posted on our Facebook, there was a structure fire at a hospital in Russia. And while the, while the fire is burning, just so happened they had an open heart surgery going on. So Russian surgeons are like, hold my vodka. <laughs> I'm gonna do the surgery anyways. Exactly. <laughs> They're right in there. I think was it in the article or did I read somewhere else or did someone tell me they were running basically PPV fans, fans yeah. to vent, to vent the, uh, yeah, OR. the vent the well, room. Well, they so carried impressive. on with the surgery. Yeah, that is beast mode, man. The <clears throat> building's on fire and these boys are like, just turn the fan on. <laughs> yeah. That is oh, literally yeah, like Simpsons, like in Soviet Russia. <laughs> 
They just crack Scratch open. Scratch it. Fire, that's heart surgery. <laughs> <laughs> they just get on with it. It's brilliant. Oh, it's so great. I'll tell you, man, that takes, that takes some stones right there. Proper. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, eh, Russia. Yeah. That'd be the right place to live. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Depends which side you got to agree with. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. I'll do a shout out, which happens to be Modus. Never heard of a Modus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. What, Modus, what does Modus actually make, Ash? What do they make? What um, do they have? No, they don't have fire helmets. They have fire helmets. They're not, they they weren't in the Romeo and Juliet's. Yeah. They're not Russian. I don't think. No. Uh, but they do make snagger tools. Which they do. Pretty all right. They make hydro wrenches. They make force entry wedges. They make. Um, I I see our thing. Um, got trended. Is that a thing? Get Scott oh, wedgie. It was yeah Get yeah. Scott yeah. Wedgie, was Scott wedgie was back out on the interwebs, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, yes, got got some traction on that, which is pretty sweet. Um, what else do they got? Yeah, they got their soft entry gear now. Their shove knife, the old Lloyd tool. <laughs> uh, they got uh, all their bag like. Their bag gear is awesome. That's yeah, good, good quality stuff. Yeah, really good quality shit. There's it's laser um, cut, not Molly. It's laser cut, mm-hmm. basically like Molly. Like like Molly though. Um, so they've got like a kind of an IFAC, their vehicle kit. Uh, they've got a sweet backpack which can double as a med kit, and then sort of like a bigger duffel as well. Um, so yeah, and then lots, lots, lots more. So check them out on their website. Check out some of the stuff that we have on our. Uh, social medias and our YouTubes. They got their fancy neon color ones too. That's right. Yeah, the <laughs> colorways that are available now are more and more. Plus, you can add on the identifier. Um, <laughs> glow in the dark I see deal what they there. Did there. I did see it. There. I'd love a glow in the dark one. That'd be mm. cool. It'd be sweet because they they've got some pretty cool all black, mm. which is like oh that'd be sweet until until you don't have an all black <laughs> one anymore because you just lost it in the dark. Yeah. But if you had the, uh, the so it's called identifier. There, identifier, like yeah. Fire. So it's like identifier, but fire. It's like naming your dog Flash Rover. It's, it's a, like naming it's a, a play on words. I did not know that was your dog's full name. Oh, it was yeah, for sure. I told Joanne told me the other day. Yeah, yeah. Flash Rover. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah, so he's Flash because he was quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was Flash. It was going to be his thing? Yeah. And then the missus is like, "I should like liken it something to like a fire." I'm like, "Sure." What can you make flash? Like flash over? That's weird for a dog. She's like, well, what if it's flash rover? Damn. I'm like, all right. So like, I call him it's like rover. flash Gordon, but a dog. Exactly, but a dog. In, in <laughs> wiener form. <laughs> <laughs> love, love that dog. <laughs> yeah. So I just call him rover most of the time. There you go. Shithead or Modus. Modus. <laughs> you know, Modus doesn't have dogs. He doesn't have weird dogs. Yeah. What was that? Yeah, it was uh, Scott. That was me. Yeah, it was. Oh, it wasn't that. That wasn't me. No, it wasn't me either. Sleep well. Do not disturb. I'm supposed to be still We are, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Right, first uh, so, Modus, uh, <laughs> if you like what you see there, uh, <laughs> whatever it is, um, DTFF5 gets you 5%. I think you're going to pay us to stop promoting them. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's working out for whatever reason. Please, guys, please, just stop. <laughs> yeah. just, we'll keep sending you stuff if you shut up. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> yeah. Ignition USA. Ignition USA. They have the Sierra 
CIO Rapid Access Tool. whole bunch mm-hmm. of different bits and pieces on it. Uh, the, the T-square that they used to use has been replaced mm-hmm. by this thing. And yeah. uh, it's great to get in and out of uh, certain door types. does have a shove knife on it as well, as well as a gas shut off. And uh, what was the other thing? It's got like an air... The... Yeah, it's got stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like seven to 12 different tools. Yeah, one. all built into one. Yeah, all parts are replaceable, which is nice. Um, except for right now, apparently they're sold out. They got yeah, done. Yeah, we had a guy message us the other day. Like, hey, going, hey when you get them in stock, like, like, ah. sorry, brother. Go <laughs> <laughs> see these guys. Yeah, they don't have any. I want to get one for you. Uh, yeah. Nah. Now we're gonna need to buy some. I'm not gonna sell you the one out of our truck. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> How much for pre-used? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you can use the code DTFF2020 to get twenty percent off. And uh, you get one in 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that is yep. Ignition USA. Stop the Bleed is a free program out of the States that we can do all over the world. Um, I shouldn't say it's out of the States. I guess it started in there. Um, but they have, you know, they have the Australian version, which Todd and I talked about last It's the week. same, but they just do it upside down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how you stop the bleed. Just kind of scrub you your ankles. And... Yeah, yeah. Is it stop? Not yet. Holding there for longer. Yeah. Wound pack your spiders. <laughs> just use spider web. Just stuff you in a kangaroo pouch. There you go. That's nice. <laughs> or... Motus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, stop the bleed. <laughs> what I was gonna say, the Australian one, uh, they actually teach the um, chest seal in there. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right. So hopefully it will without all of that make its way out here. Like mm-hmm. like we were saying, a chest seal is just another type of dressing, so it's not really a uh, advanced thing. So definitely carry that on your iPad. Um, stop the bleed. The three methods are direct pressure, wound packing, and tourniquet application. Um, yeah, take the course. If you can't find the course locally, and you have some medical background, you can actually become an instructor in the course and teach it to everyone. And you meet. Hey, you want to learn stop the bleed? <laughs> Todd's gonna be one of those crazy guys in the free corner with a cardboard sign. Stop the bleed for free. Exactly. <laughs> the end of the bleed is coming. <laughs> that is gold. Uh, that is a t-shirt. Yeah, I was gonna say that, that is going is up t- on the site as t-shirt. a t-shirt. He's right. Put me right back. Stop the bleed.org. Tenrolson. Yeah, Ten Rosen Band, um, Country Western Band out of uh, Western Canada, Vancouver area. Um, got some new music out right now, uh, which is pretty sweet. Got uh, old Square Bond Chevy on the cover of that, which uh, country guys are going to get that. Um, sounds like they're doing or trying to plan some live events coming up. Things got shut down again. I Things think. got shut down, so that was a swift kick in the old you-know-what's. But right uh, the old COVIDs. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> but hopefully soon, hopefully summertime, once things get kind of back to normal, whatever that's going to look like. But uh, yeah, I mean, that sounds like they're pretty excited to get out there. Uh, you can find them on all of your uh, streaming platforms, uh, Facebook, they're on Instagram, they're even on TikTok. So really? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tan Rolls and Ben. Check them out. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rescue Essentials? The yeah, that, that's definitely a Todd thing. Um, they are, so they're out of the States. They 
you can get a lot of your medic gear out of there. They have some pretty cool things that you can purchase for your for your kit, personal or uh, on truck. Uh, they we just have to get together as a crew. They're they're going to send us up some stuff to demo, which is really sweet. So we'll we'll put a little bit of a kit together for us to go out and have some fun with. Um, <laughs> what? Huh? What's for him? Medical gear. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Are you injured? This is gonna be fun. Just time. Like some of it. Like some of it over someone's mouth and nose. (laughs) 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 We're fucked. Um, I think some of Todd's uh, stop the bleed shit came from there. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, his yeah, equipment did come from there. Yeah, blood right? and all of his props and yeah. stuff. Too. Well, so yeah, that's think, like yeah, the training of, stuff yeah. that we, that we yeah, can have some fun good, with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, not, it's not as good as a yoga pump with, uh, sorry, <laughs> a, yoga a, with a yoga block with a, a weed spray with pump. A weed spray spray. pump there. Let's face it. I was in my shed the other day. I'm like, oh, I got this bonus weed sprayer. What am I going to use that for? I'm like, ha ha, I'm going to take it to the hall. <laughs> oh, yeah? No, I didn't grab it. It still has chemicals in it. Oh, yeah, let's not. Yeah, let's use one that's like Like, you got some... Like weed spray. <laughs> Stop the bleed, get the cancer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, six of one. Uh, rescue essentials. <laughs> RZ mask, uh, Carl. Yeah. They, uh, we have the M1s with the F3 filters. Um, they're really good for what we use them for. Neoprene, they have the Velcro on the back, which is why we like those ones. But they have lots of different versions that you can buy with all different sorts of designs and things on them too. They do have them back in stock now. They were out for a while. If you use the code DTFF, you can get 25% off your order. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that includes large orders as well. So if you are looking at purchasing a whole bunch for your department, again, DTFF, 25% off. As we did mention, they are not COVID safe because they do not filter air going out. That's right. Coming so it's very safe for you. It's yeah. safe for you. But yeah. But uh, who's so. one of our listeners trying to get an airplane with one? Uh, that would have been our friend Chris. Right. Mm. Yeah. yeah, they would not let him on the plane. Right. Because of the mask, not because of him. Right. <laughs> That's what he told me. Anyway. Hey, me a little bit. <laughs> 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 there's a multitude of reasons, then, Chris. <laughs> I just had a 24 pack of beer. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of shout outs, mm. our good buddy East Coast Matt. East Coast Matt. Do you follow him on any of the socials? He's on a catamaran. He is on a freaking catamaran. He is. In where? Where is he? He's like. He's in that some. some he's like moseying somewhere. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus H, man, this guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's out in a bike. What a guy. Yeah, he's a ledge. <laughs> he is a legend, yeah. <laughs> I spoke to him in a while, actually. I kept well, he's on a catamaran. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how there. much of the interwebs he gets yeah. out there catamaraning around. <laughs> 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 oh, what a time, man. Like, he's scared about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we can get a discount code for it. <laughs> Gonna make one out there. Yeah, I was. I was like, that is the life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Use catamaran twenty twenty one, and you can stow away on his next trip. <laughs> Him, his wife, and his family. <laughs> oh hey, just here with the DTF. <laughs> Where do I, mean, I put this coded? <laughs> I wouldn't say no, but. <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening. All right. uh, oh, I got to mention Black Rifle because yes. they just threw us some uh, free coffee our mm. way. Um, yeah. Through the promotions. Mm-hmm. So we got a Black Rifle. Uh, we got some uh, five alarm blend. Five alarm. You can call it the five eleven blend. The five <laughs> alarm blend. And uh, some of the original blend, I think. Yes. Yeah. 
So we'll post a picture of that. But yeah, mm -hmm. thanks from them. Did they, did they do tea? What? T tea. Yeah, it's, it's a black, thing that's black like coffee. coffee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy new blend. <laughs> yeah. It's like black, like black Pico. <laughs> black Pico? I can stick it on a sock and pretend it's tea. There you go. <laughs> Go, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> they, they might do tea, actually. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they do tea. I don't want tea. It doesn't seem very black rifle ish. <laughs> right? What's wrong with tea? They probably call it the red coat. I bet. There you oh. go. Oh! There's just, the idea. Buddy, you just branded it. Yeah. Right now. Hey, DTFF. You get some red coat. Mm -hmm. Why is everyone into coffee these days? These days. These days. These days. <laughs> I don't know. I just hundreds and hundreds of years. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I was a tea drinker. Yeah. Huh. I guess. Right. So, huh? They, no, absolutely not. Oh. But uh, <laughs> so I, I, I just did. I just did the quick Google search, black rifle tea, <clears throat> rather than trying to navigate their website quickly. Huh. But uh, nothing popped up initially, but. One of the quick searches down below is, one person's question is, is Black Rifle any good? And this is on coffeeaffection.com. Oh. So it's a... Oh, snobby. Yeah, it's a snobby coffee deal here. This is a tasty gourmet coffee brand that offers a lot of variety. Let's watch that, our, our cast helmets. Quite, quite, yes, quite, really. Mm, yes, mm, the package mm, has mm. a unique military theme. And a practical design, and the coffee itself is bold, strong, and deeply flavorful. If you're a fan of a light or medium roast coffee, these beans will be too dark for you. So it is a yeah, pretty delicious. They are actually starting their own coffee shops. They might have already done so. That is a smart. And they're hiring. Oh, that is an even smarter move. And they, I think they said no man buns allowed. That is a fantastic move. Everybody needs to do that. Unless you're a samurai. Then you have a man bun. Yeah. All day. I saw a meme about that, yeah. It's like, this is the only acceptable man <laughs> bun. <laughs> yeah, the only time I've ever looked at someone and went, yeah, all right, was, um, was, uh... Tom Cruise. No. Neo. Neo? Neo? John Wick. Oh. Oh, yeah. When he played in the, as a samurai. Actually. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. But he was a samurai. Last samurai, yeah. Oh, no. Last samurai? That was Tom Cruise. That was Tom Cruise. No, the other one. Oh, when the 47 Romans? Yeah. That wasn't a very good movie. Didn't need to be. It would have been if they switched out samurai swords with John Wick moves and he played John Wick in they the samurai. So it was John Wick Ronan story. Yeah, we just switch out with guns and... What are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. Is uh... anybody left? <laughs> Hi. This is we what happens before we turn on the movie. We mentioned us yet. Us. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Just like that. Thank you and good night. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say? <laughs> Sorry, any more for any more? I don't, I don't think so. Not, no, I think we've said a lot. I don't know if any of it was fire related, but we definitely had a good time. I had fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is great. Gosh. <laughs> Thank you and good night. Carl. Night. Good I hope night. Todd's all right. <laughs> Is he the missing dynamic that I think kept, might kept, be. The rail, like, I think kept us on be. the rails? Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, I think it used to be like this until he came, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, those terrifying stories of murder and... <laughs> yeah, that, that, that really levels <laughs> it out, right? <laughs>
Jeez. You guys witnessing stabbings this past week? <laughs> no, <laughs> murder on no. Tuesday, nobody? <laughs> no, I haven't hung out with Todd in ages. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, they say they do DFM.